Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to episode four of the Supernatural Life Podcast. We are on a journey of learning to live through Christ and allow Him to live through us more effectively. And it's my goal to help you grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God to your world. Before we get going, I'd like to ask if you would, please subscribe to our podcast there in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, however you're listening. That way you'll never miss out on new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a review. That definitely helps us in getting the word out. Hey, I just got back from South Korea. I was in Seoul and we did a healing conference there. And I'll tell you what, it was phenomenal. Uh, we saw lots and lots of miracles. We had a blind lady that was healed. Uh, we've actually got a, a video of that on my Facebook page. If you go to uh, facebook.com backslash Chad Gonzalez Ministries, uh, that's my ministry page there. Uh, we've got that video there as well as several others. Uh, we had the blind lady that was healed. Uh, we had uh, several deaf that were healed. We had, I think, two or three short legs grow out. Uh, a lady with a, a, a neuromuscular disease that was healed. Uh, all kinds of really, really great stuff. And I love those meetings. You get in an atmosphere like that where there's such an expectancy. I think we had around seven or 800 people showing up each night. Uh, and what was crazy, you know, and perspective to here in America, uh, those services, we were having services Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in the morning at night. And, you know, in the middle of the week at night, you know, seven, eight hundred people showing up and services were lasting, you know, two and a half, three hours long. And uh, we just continued to see some wonderful, wonderful stuff. And so in light of, you know, those meetings and healing, I want to talk to you about healing uh, this month. And, and more specifically, from the perspective of righteousness, you know, there's a statement that, that I keep hearing uh, amongst uh, many people in, in my circles and it goes something like this, that I've been standing, you know, for my healing for years, or, you know, I've been believing God uh, for my healing, you know, for, for many years. I'm standing, I'm believing, and it, it basically comes across like, you know, I've done my part. I'm just waiting on God to do his part. And, you know, I've heard that for so long, I, I just kind of uh, didn't even think much, too much about it until the last couple of years. And. I've been seeing some things, not only in the Word, also through some experiences in these type of meetings, these healing meetings. And the more I've heard that statement, the more it's just bothered me. Uh, because in one sense, basically, we're, we're blaming God without saying it. But that's what we're really meaning is that, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do. I checked off my list. Uh, now I'm just waiting on God to uh, do His part. In other words... You know, I went to work and I did all my work. Now I'm just waiting on God to give me my paycheck. And it's been a couple of years, but, you know, at some point he's finally going to pay me. And I want to kind of deal with that. Uh, and really when it comes down to, if you just look at your union with Christ um, and, and what he really did for you, man, it becomes so simple and it becomes so easy. Uh, you know, if you look at uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, one of my foundational scriptures, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, If any man be in Christ, 
he becomes a brand new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. And so right there we see that when you get in Christ, when you accept salvation, you become one with him and he becomes one with you and you become something brand new. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, just a few verses down, it says, He who knew no sin, he became sin, so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ. And so we see that Jesus, he not only took our sin, he became that sin. Notice it says he became that sin. So you can't get that back. He became it. And it says just in the very same way that he became our sin, we became the righteousness of God. Now, there's several ways that we could go at it from uh, healing and our, our union with God. And I, w- I want to look at the, the righteousness piece today. Notice it, it tells us that he became sin so we could become the righteousness of God. Now, think about this. The righteousness of God. It's, it's kind of a big fancy word, but uh, we've talked about it being our position with God. But you could also look at it like this, that you became the rightness of God. Everything that's right about God became right about you and your spirit. Why? Because your spirit became brand new. You were born again. And you were made in the very image and in the very likeness of God. So if you were to take your spirit out of your body just so you could see your spirit, man, it looks so much like God because he's your father. And you were a son and you've got his DNA in you. And so he made you to be like him. And so everything that's right about him is right about you in in spirit. Why? Because you are the righteousness of God. You are the rightness of God. And so everything that's in your spirit is right. And you see, our bodies were made to be subject to our spirit. In Genesis uh, chapter 2, it tells us in verse 7 that God, he had made the body of Adam. And after he made the body of Adam, and he made it out of the dirt and it's just laying there. Then he breathed the breath of life. He put his spirit inside that body. And all of a sudden, that body became alive. And so many times I've likened, you know, that passage of scripture to the story of Frosty the Snowman, you know. And they made Frosty the Snowman. He's just a little snowman made out of snow and this inanimate object. But all of a sudden, when the hat was put on him, he became alive. You know, they put the hat on him and, Happy birthday! And all of a sudden, that body began to respond uh, to the magic that was in that hat. Well, you could kind of look at it like that, that our body, you know, it's just a body. It's just made of dirt and it doesn't do anything. But as soon as God's life was put on the inside, that body, it became alive. And, And that body began to respond to the life that was in that spirit. Well, so the same thing happened when, you know, we accepted Christ and we were born again. You know, our spirit man was disconnected from God before. And, and through salvation, we became alive unto God. And through becoming alive unto God, there's life there. There's power there. And our body's supposed to do what our spirit tells it to do. And so because of the rightness of God in our spirit, that rightness is supposed to affect our body. And, you know, First Peter 2.24 is a very well-known scripture in regards to uh, forgiveness and uh, and healing. First Peter 2.24 says that having died unto sins, that we would live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. 
You know, so many times people refer to that uh, in the area of, of sin, and, and we talk about it in the area of healing, but I think sometimes we forget about that word righteousness right there. He said that we died in the sense that we could live unto righteousness. Well, what it is is that righteousness that's on the inside of us, we're supposed to live according to that. And righteousness isn't just about you know living a good life on the outside. It's about the rightness of God on the inside of you, affecting the outside of you, affecting your body. And that's why I said we should live under righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. You see, there's a connection between uh, righteousness, the rightness of God uh, in your spirit, uh, the real you, and healing. You see, it's a righteousness issue. You see, if you just go over to uh, Romans chapter 5 and chapter 6. Man, we see so many good things about this in regards to righteousness and uh, being redeemed not only from sin, but also from sickness. You know, Romans chapter uh, 4.25 says that Jesus was delivered up because of our offenses and he was raised up uh, because of our justification. And so when Jesus was raised up, we were raised up with him. You know, this is an identification thing. But not only was Jesus raised up uh free of sin not only was he raised up righteous he was also raised up whole and healed and so we were raised up the very same way uh, in Romans chapter 5 and in verse uh, 19 it says for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so also by one man's obedience many made righteous notice righteousness isn't something that you have righteousness is something that you are made something that you are and so healing isn't something you're necessarily trying to get anymore. Healing is something that you have. And, and it goes further than that. Healing is something in one sense that you could say you are. It's in you. It's a part of you. You can't go and try to get something you already have that's, that's in you. It's already there. And then I absolutely love Romans 6. And... Uh, in verse 4 it says, We were buried with him through baptism and a death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So the same newness of life, that same new life Jesus is living and experiencing right now, you and I should be experiencing right now. We're to walk in that. Well, what life is that? It's a life absolutely free of sin and a life free of sickness. If you go on down to... Uh, verse 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin would be done away with, that we would no longer be a slave of sin. Well, sickness is, is a result of sin. You know, think about it. When did sickness show up? When did sickness and disease show up on the earth? What showed up? When sin showed up. And when sin showed up, the curse showed up. And as a result, sickness and disease. Well, if we're no longer a slave of sin, uh, then we're no longer a slave of the effects of sin. And verse 7 says, For he who has died has been freed from sin. So you could read it like this. He who has died has been freed from sickness. Uh, we're no longer slaves of sickness. Why? Because we are the rightness of God. The rightness of God supersedes anything that's wrong in our bodies. But what it really comes down to is it's not an issue of you uh, sitting around and waiting on God to give you something. The reality of the matter is that God already gave it to you. He gave it to you, put it in your spirit through your union with Christ. So what it really comes down to is a mind issue. It's a mind issue. You know, Romans 12, 2 says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed uh, by the renewing of your mind. 
Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 3, Paul tells us, you know, put our mind on the realities of heaven, uh, where Christ is, because we died with him, and we were raised up with him. And here in, in Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 10 and 11, powerful passage right here, it says, For the death that Christ died, he died to sin once and for all, but the life that he lives, he lives unto God. And then in verse 11, it says, Likewise, you also. I mean, in the very same way Jesus did, you need to do it also. He said, likewise, you also consider yourself to be dead to sin, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That means you're going to have to do some considering. You know, see, you don't consider things that are uh, very apparent to you. You know, when I wake up in the morning and look in the mirror, I don't have to consider the fact that I'm Chad. It's very apparent that I am Chad. I don't have to consider the fact that I'm a man. It's very apparent that I am a man. I'm not a girl. But, you know, if I wanted to... Uh, believe that I was a monkey and I'm looking in the mirror well everything in the mirror is telling me you're a human not a monkey so that means I'm going to have to do some serious considering that I'm a monkey well you know everything in this world is telling you that you are not healed you are not righteous you are not one with Christ that God is not your father so that means you got to do some considering you have to do some changing of the way that you think so that you're not conformed to this world but you start to conform and be transformed and thinking uh, like the ways of heaven, according to God's perspective. He said, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin. Or you could say, reckon yourself to be dead unto sickness, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Why? Because of righteousness. This whole chapter, it's about righteousness. Chapters uh, 4, 5, and 6 is about righteousness. It's about righteousness. Verse 14, he said, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you are under grace. You are under grace. And remember that grace reigns through righteousness. Romans 5.17 says that you know, if we receive uh, the righteousness of God and the grace of God, that will reign in life like a king. So see, healing is no longer just a promise like it was in the Old Testament, under the Old Covenant. Healing is a present-day reality. Why? Because it's been placed on the inside of you right now because you are right. And see, healing is right. Healing is a good thing. It's the right thing in this world. Healing is a part of your righteousness. Healing is more of a grace issue than it really is a faith issue. See, if it was just a promise, you'd be having to try to figure out how to get it. But see, grace provided healing. And so it really... Uh, it's just you putting your faith in, in grace and what grace already put on the inside of you. See, it's through righteousness and grace that the divine life and healing, they flow. They absolutely flow. It absolutely flows. And so that's why when it comes to healing, it's not supposed to be a job. And it's not supposed to be work. And it's not supposed to be you waiting on your paycheck. Uh, righteousness uh, provided your healing just like it did salvation. And so it's just supposed to be a rest and saying, man, I see what God did. I see what's within me and I receive that right now. I receive it right now. So instead of uh, us doing this thing of sticking our head in the sand and just acting like, you know, everything is, is okay, even though we're not getting any results. You know, I did my part and man is waiting on God to get off his rear end and do something. I think it's high time we take our head out of the sand and start examining uh, what's going on? Start examining our beliefs and start examining them in light of the Word of God 
and and make sure that what we believe is actually what what the Bible teaches us and what Jesus taught us. Because this issue of standing for a long time, standing for years and years and years, guys, it's not in the Bible. It's not in Jesus's ministry. It's certainly not an in Christ reality. You know, the problem is, is that uh, the preachers, uh, we've been preaching a recovery message. And Jesus didn't preach a recovery message. He preached a conquering message. And there's 19 individual cases of healing in Jesus's ministry. And of those 19, you're only going to see just a couple where it says that they begin to, you know, when he ministered to them, they begin to mend from that hour or, you know, they were healed as they as they went on their way. But the vast majority of them was an instant thing or, you know, they were healed within a few hours or, or a day. Uh, that was the issue. And so uh, let, let's don't get caught up in that stuff and just keep going through making spiritual excuses. If we're not seeing results like we should be, that means we take a step back, we humble ourselves, and we look and see where we're missing it. And it's usually just a small tweaking uh, to our believing. And once we get that fixed, then everything is great. Everything begins to work like it's supposed to. But just don't get caught up, uh, so caught up in the mechanics you know, of faith that you forget about you know, the fuel of this whole thing. The fuel that runs the engine and causes it all to work. And that's the love of God, the grace of God. And that's what provided your righteousness, which in turn provided your healing. Well, I hope you enjoyed our time together and that today not only helped expand your mind of what's possible in Christ, but also helped you grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God to your world. Make sure and go to our website, chadgonzalez.com. You can access all kinds of resources, watch videos of, of healing testimonies. You can get access to our books and lots of more things there. And also make sure and subscribe to the podcast and share this with your friends. Share it on Facebook. Let's get the word out and help people live the supernatural life that Jesus intended. Friends, remember that in Christ, we always win. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.